So I believe we are live. We are on. We're trying something new. We're recording from a Russian space station. Hopefully this works because we've tried everything and this has to work now. So hello from space. This is episode 342 of the Bad Boys podcast. Unfortunately, it might be the last one. If technology can still... uh, it's going to be how it's been lately. Yeah, I don't think they make enough tinfoil to support our podcast. Yeah, no shit. No. Reynolds Raps, or who, who is a, who's the main, uh, the king of aluminum foil? Who is that? I can see the box, the blue with the pink. He said Reynolds. Yeah, I would say is Reynolds. Reynolds Rap? Reynolds? Or yeah, something like that. We said Reynolds Rap, but, but we're talking about aluminum foil. Is it Reynolds Rap <laughs> aluminum foil. There it is. Yeah. That's the full name. That's who's sponsoring the podcast wow. tonight. <laughs> and we're all wearing helmets, makeshift spacesuits. Hopefully, it'll help us randomly rent on all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Larry. I do know that. And that sounded clear. Sounded working. That's, yeah. that's a good sound. Yeah. Joining me as siempre. Mr. The One and Only Marcus Burnett. The One and Only, huh? I thought the guy next to you is the One and Only. No, they that's can only be, They can only be one program. <laughs> They're only one program. I guess that's me, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yeah, don't say you're so short. Come on now, that's it. We, yeah, say know. it with some gusto, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. Come I'm on afraid now. to break it. And I was like, don't be too loud. <laughs> the cable's yeah, going so much. I'm not moving the mouse. I'm not touching any keys. I'm even sitting a certain way. So hopefully this will work. Max reception. That's right. Welcome to 2017. <laughs> it's going to go smoothly. So we're going to finally... Close the chapter on 2016 by giving you our long-awaited, most anticipated hours and hours of research and studying to make this top ten list from <laughs> three of your favorite bad boys. And then, oh, no, and not not one time or one person just recently write theirs about five minutes ago. No one would do that. Uh, we don't no do that shit, man. Yeah, that's we not, have that more mean, respect for our listeners than to do that. Absolutely, but, yeah. Except for we are the listeners. <laughs> so, yeah, you're kind of shit on us then, dude. Well, I don't yeah. like that. That's kind of messed up. Tell me what you think about that. It's not oh, cool. Nah, I don't oh. shit. We're already used to it by now, huh? Yeah, so we apologize for that. So, so uh, unfortunately, this might run a little longer. So, But we got some surprises, possibly, um, from two of our listeners. I'm looking at you, Art and Reed. Um, hopefully, we can play your guys' messages next week. So apologize for not playing it tonight, but we did get it. We do have it, and we will play it. So um, don't fret. But I, like I said, I really appreciate you sending out that voicemail. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. Enjoy your vacation. Um, so without any further ado, let's just get – should we start with that or go with our homework right away? How, how should we do this? Uh, if you were listening to Harley, what would you like to listen to first? I would I would want to listen to the regular podcast and then the top ten. All right. What about you, Tony? Please say the opposite. Please say I, the opposite. <laughs> I wouldn't listen at all. <laughs> there it is. I turn, I turn on cartoons or something. All right. What about your old roommate Nori? How would she? What would she want to? 
She went to <laughs> she, regular she'd get party. drunk and wouldn't remember anything anyway. I know. That's still one of my favorite podcasts of all time. <laughs> we need to get a drunk Nori again. That'd be awesome. Were you guys drinking tequila? What was it? Or margaritas? What were you margaritas, guys drinking? yep. Yeah. You got fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Didn't let that glass go dry. No, sir. What episode was it? Can you remember? You can, can you find Is it under Nori? <laughs> I'm sure her name's in there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, do yourself a favor and listen to that one. That's pretty, that's pretty classic. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Um, real quick, I'll just go over, uh, my Monday movie macabre when Jeff came over. Regular old big ass venti Starbucks, caramel frappuccino, like we do. And it was between two things, uh, Hell or High Water and Phantasm. And we hadn't seen Phantasm in a really long time. And, uh, Bat Robot, J.J. Abrams company just remastered it in 4K. So, we're like, let's give it a watch. Not, and then not realizing, I forgot earlier that, that day, I checked on uh, my Facebook timeline that uh, it was a anniversary of the death of Angus Grimm, who plays a tall man in Phantasm. So it was just kind of interesting. I was like, huh, we're watching it on this, death of, this anniversary. So it's kind of fitting. Um, if, if, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Phantasm or know about it. Uh-uh. Uh, you guys never heard of Phantasm, I've, huh? I've heard, I've heard of it before. Uh, but I'm not familiar with it. I'd have to pull it up. It's on like five sequels. Yeah. A teenage boy and his friends face off against a mysterious grave robber known only as the tall man who keeps a lethal arsenal of terrible weapons with him. It's the most notable famous for, um, anger screams character, obviously that just screams boy, super lines. Have you ever seen those silver spheres with the hooks that go flying and drilling the people's heads? Uh, Oh yeah. 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 Is that where it's from? Yeah, from Phantasm. Huh. Yeah, written and directed by Don Coscarelli, and he was super young when he um, when he when he when he made the first one too, and it spawned countless sequels. Second, got two, you got three, four, and five just just uh, got released. Maybe a couple, couple maybe a month, couple months ago now. So yeah. Oh, um, Phantasm Ravager. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the last yeah. one. Yeah. It wasn't directed by Don. It's the only one that isn't. Um, but it's got a lot of re- re- um, returning characters. Yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. It's a blast. The score is so, so, so good. I, it's one of my favorites. I love to play on uh, on repeat. Um, it's one of my favorite LPs that I got in the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, it's just a cool... This kid's, like, uh, older brother wants to uh, leave town because... Um, um, Someone close to him died, and his and his little kid just too hardly. You'll dig him, man. He's riding around in his little motorcycle. He's a real gearhead. Um, oh. He can um, pretty much fix anything, and uh, he just wants to tag along with his brother. So he always kind of watches him and see what he's doing. And uh, one time, while he's looking over at the at the, when his brother's at the funeral, he sees a tall man just lift up a coffin like it's no big deal and put it in the back of the uh, um, back of a hearse. And it's funny when you're watching that scene, you kind of you're kind of looking at yourself, going, "What the fuck?" And they pan back at the kid, and he pulls out his binoculars, he just lowers a little bit, and you see him go, "What the fuck?" It's so funny. It's just like perfect. You're just thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, this movie's got these little weird little gnomes, and it's got like this weird like like um, it's almost kind of like another world. It's, I, I don't want to really spoil it if you haven't never seen it, but it's it's uh like I said. It spawned a bunch of sequels, and uh, Tall Man is considered one of those cool horror icons that once you see him, you get his look. Um, in fact, they made a 
action figure from, from that cult classic line of the toys I like to collect. Um, he, uh, he, he's been trying. He's been made. And in fact, one of the last Monster Paloozas had a really cool, uh, lifelike, um, like, um, what do you call it? I was like, not gonna say mannequin, but you know, those cool displays of him. And it was, I mean, it was, they did such an amazing job. But yeah, if you guys never seen Phantasm, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like I, it's one of those ones that when you watch it, you're like, yeah, I can see why I did it all. But it, I just think how like young the director was when he did this and, and, uh, and it's this little, you know, brainchild. Like What's that? I like the tagline. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Phantasm, very high buy for dollar. Um, like I said, I, w- I wanted to hear, I wanted to play a little more psycho sound. I was going to record it and play a few more. Let's see what, what you thought of it. <laughs> just see if it sounded accurate enough. <laughs> I just like the Swiss Army ball. Was that? The Swiss Army ball thing that it's got a cork. Oh, yeah. You know, you yeah. Got a bottle oh, opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I collected some pictures of it too to see if I had ever seen it, but yeah, yeah. I'm not, I had never seen it. But I don't know if they had the picture of the one where the drill comes out and it's just drilling some dude's head and it's just squirting blood everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah, there's pictures of blood squirting out of it. Okay. Yeah. And then I think, I think Mondo, they just released like a Christmas ornament of it, which is genius. <laughs> Christmas ornament. <laughs> yeah. I need, a, I need a Christmas ornament of Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, see, I mean, I, I remember seeing like Christmas lights of like Leatherface, you know, of all the of, like Freddie and Jason hanging around your tree. Yeah, you know, oh, that's a yeah, I would totally do that. So yeah, so definitely, definitely buy it for a dollar. Phantasm. Right yeah. So let's see. We're looking at the beautiful website that uh, CP created for us, BadBoysPodcast dot com. Check it out. If it's not on your favorite bookmark, bookmark that shit. The homework. Says the dresser by my man MCP. Yeah, that's right. Um, I I was struggling to find homework, so um, I was just poking around and I saw this thing. I had um, it's a TV movie that came out, um, but it has. Ian McKellen, Anthony Hopkins, and Gandalf, Hannibal Lecter. Exactly, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, who doesn't want to watch a movie with those? Well, and Gandalf is gay. <laughs> okay. Right, we've known that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's been out for a while. Oh, Tony, can, may I? May I please hold on? Cool story, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I'm still laughing at last week's cool story, bro. You got me good. Just, I was laughing. I was laughing so hard last week when I said my stupid story. You, you dropped it. It was like the most perfect time ever. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, <laughs> um, so you yeah, have to sign this movie. Oh, about, uh, sorry. Uh, what? Hardy's gone on a tangent. The character that Ian McKellen was playing was gay. The dresser was gay too. You you sure? Yeah, if you look it up on Wikipedia. He's, well, and his let's, let's performance, let me look at him. He, uh, I mean, you know. I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. you tell us. You've been watching Counter Bra, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the I'll expert. Pull up, I'll pull up the Wikipedia. Though. It was based on a play from 1980. It felt like a play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I, didn't know, I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> That, that's how, kind of how it comes across. I was like, what? What? I mean, the, the synopsis is a drama 
based on a play about an aging actor and his personal assistant. Got it. We got that. And it well, I'm watching. Off, there's a lot of talking in this movie. I was like, no wonder MCP chose it. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to see these yeah. two guys perform and see what kind of dynamic they had, see if there's a, a, a chemistry between the two. And um, the the Ian McKellen plays Norman, who's the dresser, and he's kind of like the Anthony Hopkins is Sir. <laughs> he's just called Sir. He's like the main actor. And Norman's just his right-hand man. It's like without him, he pretty much falls apart. Um, so he played as the feel like this podcast without you, MCP. Exactly, yeah. right? Um, but uh, Anthony Hopkins' character is all over the place. Like he's he's you know he's he's an actor. He's got different right. personalities yeah. coming out left and right. He's you know he's getting and he's up and down, almost um, bipolar. He's crying one minute and then he's serious the next, and he's it, it. It was pretty wild and. Ian McKellen's character just kind of knows knows the drill and just kind of walks him through getting him to perform um, King um, I think King Lear King Lear yeah yeah but was it what's interesting is the setting of the movie of the play, of the movie and is that they're playing they're in a play that's happening around World War Two and there's bombs going off all over the place. You know, I'd say the 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 buildings shaking and fucking crowds are are bombing London. Yeah, and they're like, nope, the show must go on. We're still gonna have our play no matter what. It was it was an interesting setting. Um, that I guess I imagine that that would really happen back then when you want to give people something to hold on to, some kind of hope. Sure. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, and it was definitely. Um, from historical context without getting too crazy, London was being bombed by Germany. And that was sort of the last one of the big, like if, if Berlin can take London, it's never happened before in the history of, of England, it would be the swan song of, of, of not swan song. It would be the, uh, the great, greatest tragedy of, of all mankind. And it didn't happen. Um, and so, yeah, it's quite possible that that the Brits and all their arrogance would have done something like this to keep the um, the right. morale right. high. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny you use the word "interesting" um, to describe it. I would use a different adjective that ends yeah. with "ing." <laughs> uh, really quick, the uh, the new. plot on which. Did, yeah. it, did anybody finish it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because it's the fucking homework. Yeah. Thing. Oh, listen to this fucking guy. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's 2017. You're like, hey. He gets all, gets all uppity uppity and shit. <laughs> I can't even program through a fucking movie before. No, shut your bitch ass up. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia says, however, Norman, his outspoken gay dresser, disagrees and is determined that the show will go on. So I don't know why it did matters that he's gay. I didn't pay attention. It does. Yeah, I'm bringing movie. it up. I know. What the hell? Yeah, like I was watching well, it. I didn't even consider what kind of dick, what kind of private parts the guy likes. I did, didn't even cross I, my mind. No, no it, I, I, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because when I said 
when I had to address that. No, we know. Yeah, we know why. Don't worry. I, don't I, I thought, I thought because I'm some sort of like homophobe or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I only hate no, Mexicans, and blacks, and, and right. everybody else. But the gays, I'm cool with. I wasn't I pointing it out. Like people needed to know. I was just the character is you know. Last five Sorry. minutes, you've said gay about 16 times. <laughs> You're very happy, aren't you? Not gay, not gay, not straight. I'm straight, I'm straight, not gay, gay. <laughs> not gay. <laughs> nice, nice pop star reference. Yeah, okay, seriously. Yeah, it was definitely tough. I mean, because it's, it, it, it's all talk. And like, kind of, it's, it's not even, it's a, it's a. It is all talk. When it started, when it started, I'm like. What but, the hell? Slow down, Ian McKellen. Slow the fuck down. And it's not a conversation. It's like they're battling yeah. monologues. They're just like just going and going and going yeah. on their own and shit. Yeah. I thought they'd take a time out for a break or anything. It's no, it's just nonstop and nonstop. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow the fuck down. What is Well, that's happening? the way plays are. You know, they just right? yeah. stage, you know, and it is it just and it just goes and goes and goes and goes. I was waiting for the curtain call. I'm like, really? This is uh, <laughs> yeah. really long. Where, where's the hook? Where's something? The gong. Really hard watching. I'm like, yeah. I appreciate. I, I I think the the part I enjoyed the most is just their performance of it, like having those monologues and and um, Anthony Hopkins going playing the the character who's kind of losing his mind is at the end of his well, rope. Yeah, I mean, probably for power. Yeah, I was waiting for cowboys to start shooting each other, but they never showed up. So I'm just like confused. Oh, Westworld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Wait, is, wait uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You already, you, no, you okay. already spoke. And plus, you were eating earlier, so you have to let it digest for a second, there, pal. Um, <laughs> did anybody program while watching this? Or did actually someone sit there and watch the whole thing? Do you want me to respond to that question? <laughs> I tried to program and I couldn't because it was all talk. And I was Bullshit. like, shit, I have to fucking pay attention to this. Bullshit. So I actually did not program. I call... Call it fam- all you want. Shenanigans. Yeah, he's call shenanigans. Call it all you want. Yeah, there's no way. There's yep. no way you sat there and watched yeah. the whole thing. I did. Me, Chris. All of it. Like a real man. Me, Chris, yeah, right. watched four or five minutes of it last night. We were already kind of in a funky mood, and I was like, "Going to watch the pipe? Yeah. Yeah. What, what the hell? You laying pipe to this or what? <laughs> no, 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 not funky like funky like funky isn't like, like funky like, down funky like like lumps in the bed funky. No, 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 no. No, like no, no, funky no. cool Medina? What? <laughs> <laughs> like don't love? Uh, no, like annoyed. Like we were already just kind of like tired of the day. You know what I mean? Sure. They throw this on, and now you're now you're pissed off at the world. So now, yeah. So we watch like three or four minutes of it. And I look at her and I'm like, "You want to watch Vice President, Vice Principal?" And she's like, "Yeah." So then we fucking watch two episodes of Vice Principal, which is fucking hilarious, by the way. Yes, um, thank you. Smartest thing I did was turn this shit off yesterday because oh, I would have just killed myself if I if I forced myself to watch this movie. <laughs> Because it's not short either. It's an hour and fifteen uh, minutes. No. Um, the basketball game I was watching while watching this was shorter than this. Yeah. That made uh, me mad too because they fucking lost to the Trailblazers. Blazers. Programming, uh, programming is an understatement. 
it it was uh, <laughs> if I couldn't program through it, I wouldn't have finished it. Right. I mean, it's in the and that's to, because it was homework. You know, that finished it. When when Tony gives it a buy that for a dollar, I'm 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 going to give him a pass. <laughs> because... <laughs> You're predicting, eh? Throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Yeah, right. but only because of this. Because some people are going to watch this movie and really like it. Who? They're about the same age as Ian McKellen and Anthony Hopkins. Or, excuse me, they're about the same age as Ian McKellen and Anthony Hopkins' ages combined. That's who's going to enjoy this movie. Which is not the bad boys demographic, unfortunately. And No. And maybe, like, seeing the play would be kind of interesting. You know, and obviously at the end, you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, not at maybe, all. Um, but, yeah, it, there's... I appreciate, though, I appreciate the, I appreciate the kindness, because I keep saying to myself and all my little, my, my, my mantra for this year, 2017, the year of the kindness, hashtag kindness. So I appreciate you doing this. It's, it's, it's going great with my, uh, my theme of 2017. So keep it going, Harley. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <not> sure. <laughs> I'm confused. That's why I keep saying year, year 2017, you're the kindness. He's kind trying to say that he wants to talk shit all over this thing, but hey, he's I can't. if he can't say anything nice, he's not going to say anything at all, exactly. and you are handling the niceness for it. Thank you. So uh, I got you. Uh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Oh, boy. I got MVP, I'm sorry. If you enjoyed it, good for you, pal. Good for you. <laughs> you know what? Like, it's all talky-talky. You love that. I unfortunately I couldn't even when they were talking even when I was paying attention for the first fifteen minutes I don't even know what happened I don't even know what's going on I'm like is it gonna are they gonna come out of the stage and then reveal that they are in the play but we're in a mood I, I I didn't know where it was leading to and then when they and then when Ian McKellen was like following the lady going up the stairs and he's still talking I'm like okay this guy's just gonna keep on talking and then when he Harley keep talking and it's gonna just keep raping at the end I'm like what oh. the fuck is this movie turning into. But when he fought the bear at the end, that's when I was like, okay, that was, got that my was attention. Like, Later. <laughs> you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. How do you how do you trailer this movie? How do you put a trailer? Trailer? If you there was explosions a trailer. In the, boom, that's oh. how you do it. That's how you sell that fucking trailer. And then you show Anthony Hopkins in his fucking crazy ass makeup. Yeah. Yeah. So she's yelling, you know. You put like a like he's yelling at a, a crowd of people. But the stormtroopers, like Force Awakens, just yeah. yelling. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, there's stormtroopers in this? I've got it. Yeah, unfortunately, I got to give this a uh, waste of time. I'm waste sorry. Time. What would you give that movie, a bad? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. That's a new one. <laughs> a new rating. Oh, so. Jesus. Oh, my God. Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. Disgusting movie, but it's a waste of time. You know, like, what does she have to say? Is that all? Is there anything else? That's it. She's no. talking to a fucking mirror over there in the bathroom. Oh boy, she watching her butt. What's going on? That's she's brushing her teeth. Oh, okay, that's pretty. Good. That's what I say. She can do both. That's Are you gonna impressive. review the movie with a toothbrush in your mouth? <laughs> uh oh, it was movie. a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we got to keep that sounder. <laughs> What about you, Harley? Yeah, absolutely. Waste of time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't recommend this movie. No. Okay. And MCP. 
I give it a dollar. Fuck all. Fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know what it is? He's holding his tears Of course. Yeah. Too much pride in him. We can't even. I mean, Tony, let me ask you this. Do you give it a, a dollar because it forced you to not program to it? Well, that's one of my metrics. I mean, if it, if it, if it's a movie that's good enough to get me away from programming to it, it's gotta have something. But that's one metric yeah. out of nine other ones you have. Well, yeah, no, course. but I mean, fair enough. I he mean, asked you know. the question. I'm just answering the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think what I appreciated the most of the movie was the peek behind the curtain um, of the whole play environment, like the theater environment. Um, I know Lainey wanted to go into theater. She like she was in theater for a little while, and, and we've talked about you know what goes on as a director and behind the scenes a little bit and this was a, just another peek behind that curtain of what actors go through like when when all the other actors came in and talked to him um before like they they went on stage i was like what like they're that that i was fascinated by that how they were coordinating even though they've done this this play hundreds of times they're still going in and kind of touching up and touching base on what they're going to be doing. And like, he's like evaluating different people. It's like, go wash my crown. I was like, shit. Like it was, it was to me, I was interested in that world. Um, and so the movie was, was kind of almost like if you take it like a, like a peek behind a curtain, a documentary ish, who knows if that's what actually happens, but it was a fun take on it. And the fact that it was Ian and Anthony Hopkins who were playing these roles was playing them. Well, it worked, it worked for me. And I was definitely entertained and I, um, I was in it. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't program. I was definitely listening. Up. Yeah. And we, uh, we all know that I like my, my words and 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 shit so before um, sunrise comes to mind exactly <laughs> um so I'm, I'm sure it's not too big of a surprise but yeah i give this a dollar for sure well all right all right all right no <laughs> <laughs> don't need it <laughs> no you know what's funny is like you do a really good job of selling it. It almost makes me want to watch the movie. Hedigans. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Oh, shit. Uncultured swines. Sure. Oh, listen, oh, listen. Oh, this, who's a hipster now? Pretentious yeah, fucking... <laughs> Give me that hipster beanie. Yeah, no kidding. Throw your mustache at your PBR. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll wait till when you re- we'll wait till put when you put this on your uh, top ten of the year, see if it made your list. <laughs> uh, now the extra credit, my man Harley chose the movie here. Yeah, you I, choose, uh, sir? I picked it because I think uh, Tony, maybe you could go back in your data banks, data bank. Did we did we all review this on the podcast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I chose it as a homework. Did you? Yeah. Is that okay? It's quite possible. Dude, this came out twenty twelve. Yeah, I kind of remember like seeing it later. Like you guys saw it and liked it, and then it convinced me to see it. Yeah, but it, I don't think we all. It looks like we all reviewed it separately. I, it never, I, yeah, that's kind of how I remember. Like you guys maybe saw it in the theater or some shit, and mm-hmm. then and then I went and saw. I saw it later. You know, like months later, and I was like, "You're right, dude. This movie does kick ass." You know, it's weird, like, time travel movies. Oh 
it's tough mm-hmm. because with time travel movies comes great responsibility. A whole, <laughs> a whole basket full of possible shit. Well, we can pull out straws and start writing diagrams, but it just gets too fuzzy, it gets confused. But fuck all that. You know what I mean? I I really like what they did with Bruce Willis's character at the at the dining table. Uh, the diner. <laughs> I was like, when, when, they were, when were they at the dining table? I'm drinking Sailor Terry, oh, so you gotta give, give me a pass on the dial, on the, on the vocab, you Larry. <laughs> and <a> pronunciation. <laughs> so anyway. Are you a little loopy? <laughs> yeah, so, so I picked it as extra credit because I saw it once and I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those movies that was like, shit, I gotta watch that again one day days you know yeah. and I just got around mm-hmm. to it and then obviously um we just all just watched rogue one and they tapped rian johnson to um now is he writing the next yes. star wars movie yes. as well okay so interesting because he also wrote and directed this one obviously and this was the last feature length movie he has written and direct or directed period um and I remember seeing Brother Bloom, and we've seen Brick as well. So um, I am excited about what he's got going on for for Star Wars. So, um, and I'm I'm a nerd, you know, and so I dig the whole time travel aspect, and and you got fucking JGL like with the fucking weird ass makeup, and you know. Bruce Willis and Emily Blunt and Paul Dano, a fan of Paul Dano, and and so, you know, Jeff Daniels plays fucking like mob boss. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, do we need to be careful with spoilers on this? No, man, this came out twenty twelve. Yeah, this is old. I man. know, but seven point four. Spoil it, like, like okay. So if you haven't seen this movie yet, go with the spoiler alert, Tony. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop listening to the podcast because because we're gonna spoil the shit out of this movie. Um, and it will ruin it if, um, and I'm not even talking about the, you know, uh, identical, you know, JGL and Bruce Willis being, you know, older, younger, that's not spoiler alert. The kind of shit that happens at the end, that's kind of spoiler territory. So, um, yeah, I want to be careful with that, but, um, so rewatching it, um, so we're spoiling now. I'll put a spoiler sound already. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, there you go. You know, you know I will say this. I'm going to read, I'll read, I'll real quickly read the IMDb synopsis. And if you've never seen this movie before, you're going to go, say what? Motherfucker, say what? In 2074, <laughs> when the mob wants to get rid of someone, the target is sent into the past where a hired gun awaits. Someone like Joe, who one day learns the mob wants to, in parentheses, in quotations, close the loop by sending back Joe's future self for assassination. See what? That has all the makings of a really fucking shitty independent sci-fi time travel movie that has so many goddamn plot holes that you're just like, fuck this movie. And when this movie is done... You're like, holy shit. That is that is some back to the future two type fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like 
But it works. All the crazy sci-fi shit that is hard to sort of put on screen. You're saying it's impossible or pretty difficult to pull off time-traveling movies. Because yeah. of all the loopholes and the... Especially in, you know... Following, following the rules that, that like movies like Back to the Future have set. Yeah, movies, right? Back to the Future it took three goddamn movies to do it. I mean, if the you're like, wait, they're in the old west. I'm still, I'm fucking confused. He went back to the time, into the to the past, into the future because the fucking carriage wheels. He ran out of gas because, wait, what the? And this one does it. And in an hour and a half in the movie, you were balls deep, and you were going, "This is fucking awesome." Keep <laughs> going. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this the second go around. Um, I wish I, uh, this is repeat viewing. I would certainly put this in top 10 time travel movies kind of thing. Cause it just, it holds up really, really well. Um, the performances are all really good. Um, the payoff for the TK thing is really, really effective with the kid. Um, it's just like the movie is tight at two hours long. Because it covers so much. There's so many characters. There's so so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tied at two hours, and it's like it's for what it's trying to do. It's a it's a perfect film because it it, it tries to do so much. It, it covering all those bases. I mean, the fucking it's not it's not just a time travel movie. It's a fucking future. It's two different. Futures, 2044 and 2074. Two different futures. No, for like what I'm saying is the movie has to write the two different futures, 2044 and 2074, basically. And he's 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 talking about 2074, where where we that's not where we see. We don't. I mean, we see flashbacks of it later on with with Bruce Willis's character and the wife. But he just says, and it makes perfect sense. You know, 50, 60 years from now. You can't kill anybody. You're going to get caught. It just doesn't happen. You know, you can't dispose of bodies. So what do you do? Well, you send them back into the fucking past, and you have somebody waiting the second they appear. Rat-tat-tat-tat on that ass. <laughs> I just turned off Dr. Dre. And problem solved, right? It's perfect. It's a perfect movie-like idea. And, and that's just where the fun starts, because... It's it again. It's such a difficult. It'd be so easy to fuck this up, and he gets such good performances from all the major, all the major players in it. Sure, sure. It, but they do a good know, job of explaining everything in the beginning, you know. And at first, exactly. it, it is could get overwhelming. You know, I'm following the rules, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? And you kind of stop and think about it, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit, I'm gonna get lost. Oh shit, I'm gonna get lost. And then it, and it, it does a really good job explaining things. And then when they do a little flashback, or when you see Bruce Willis in the future, you're like, oh okay. And then it gets it pulls you back in. You're like, oh, okay, all right, I got it. And you're like, well, this is where this is where I talk about proper usage of narration. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little narration can help explain a lot of backstory, kind of stuff, filler, kind of stuff to explain characters. If you can't, if you don't want to make a fucking three hour long Martin Scorsese epic, you know what I mean? You just right. want to make something kind of tight and neat. But you've got to get across a lot of information. Luckily, us adults can listen to narration, and it works. Yeah. And this is a good example where it wasn't 
it's not being lazy with the narration, you know, but it, it's to fill in because there's a lot of fucking, you know, explanation that they got to do. So, um, yeah, this is these are the kind of movies where I'm like the narration works and I'm like, you know, awesome. So, yeah, I'm watching this, too, with like a like a on a different night to picturing like Rogue uh, or Star Wars Episode eight and how it's going to be mm-hmm. under his direction. And I am all for it. Like I am yeah. super excited for it because there is hints of like, there's, there's like looks of Blade Runner in this and there's, yes, very good. Point. And, uh, and, um, and I, I appreciate this was rated R like, fuck yeah, man. Bring yeah. back the squibs, man. Fucking, fucking a. A. cheers for that, man. But this is a fucking Slater. This was, I had so much fun revisiting. I was like, yes, this had to have been in my top like top five easily. This movie is so good. Like you said, Harley, you, right when you get into it with the narration, the characters, and, and just the look of it, it, it explains everything really well. Um, I mean, from the be- right at the beginning, you seem fucking blast that guy with that. What is it? Blunderbuss? What's it? What do they call it? Blunderbuss. Blunderbuss. Which yes, it's awesome. Fucking sets them flying. You're like, holy shit! This okay, this is what we're getting. Yeah, and he's looking at this little yeah. stuff. Boom, and then. Yeah, then we get some Akira type shit at the fucking man, dude. This little kid's a fucking awesome actor. The looks he gives him, right. oh man, tremendous. And um, I'll, dude, this is how good this movie is. When I watched it, I was gonna rewatch it again with the commentary, but then I forgot I, I have a life and I got kids and I have no time, <laughs> so I couldn't have. But if I was Donaldo, I would have watched that shit and then watched it with the commentary again because it's that fucking good. If you guys yeah. haven't seen Looper. What are you doing in your life? You kind of watch this fucking show. If you're, if you're a bad watch it. if you like, if you fancy sci-fi movie, you're you're reference like this is the perfect modern day, um, uh, the fucking movie you just referenced. Um, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm he, we're all huge fans of JGL, so like you know, and he's doing this great Bruce Willis impersonation, you know, and then. And then we do get Bruce Willis when he comes into the movie, and um, and I, I, dude, I said I forgot Emily Blunt was in it until I went on to be, and I'm like, oh shit, that's right, she is in it. And when yeah. she comes into the to the movie, and he's whacking at that stump, I'm like, hell yeah. Well, you like that, huh? You're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> when, well, when they you know when they bring in her character, and it's just funny how there's so many lies and lies and lies to like protect people or not to not to um, you know. Worry him, and then you start unraveling all these stuff. It's in, in, it's insane. What I liked about it too is like this director. He's just like, he's a smart director. He knows what he likes. He knows what he does. When you look at the direction of the movie, like he's got a vision. You know what I mean? Like the certain shots of like JJ just falling off of the roof and turns sideways, and some of the some of the yeah. uh, shots he uses. Like there's a confident director, you know, and I really appreciate it. And um. And he went to USC and he grew up, grew up in San Clemente. So it's, that's kind of cool too. Um, but, uh, but just like the, the real quick too, like in the very beginning when you, when you kind of go through his mundane stuff that he does, it's like, okay, he goes to the club, you know, he drops some, some, some drugs and, and he goes back to work and shoots and you see him saving up the silver bars because you, you can tell he wants to get out of the life and, and it, and it does in a really cool montage, you know? Um, and then you feel like then you, it's like oh shit it's radar we get some titties we get some 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 ass from Piper Parada like hey there's nothing wrong with that you know um um but like I said just it just keeps getting better and better like I said once they introduce Emily Blunt and the kid and that whole aspect and and you got Noah Segan's character as Kid Blue like just being a fuck up but he wants to like prove himself 
Yeah, yeah. I, love, I even love when Garrett Dillahunt's character came in. Jesse, when he's in there. I love the gats. That's what calling the big giant revolvers gats. I get the gat. And I I got a question. Do you think uh, uh, Joe had a little TK in him? Uh, Um, No. Yeah, I don't think so. Just because when Bruce Willis is shooting fools, like nobody can shoot him. So I'm wondering if he's using TK to block (laughs) to avoid all the bullets because nobody can hit him. Well, (laughs) there's some balance action too. Fuck, man. uh, And I think that's really like. That's the big surprise, obviously, because they they talk about TK at the beginning, and he's and they they constantly reference like it's a joke. It's like yeah, the ten percent of the population can fucking lift a coin out of their hands. What yeah. fucking do? Try to pick up you know, it's a big, it, yeah. it's a bad pickup, you know thing. And and Emily Blunt character she tells a story yeah. about it, which is and great. he you know can twirl around a fucking lighter. What can you do? You know, but you're like when you're watching that, I'm like. Dude, if I could lift a fucking coin out of my hand, I'd be robbing banks. I'd somehow find a way to fuck shit up. If You'd be I like Magneto and let that shit go through people's heads? Exactly, motherfucker. Right. And sure enough, when we find out, the Rainmaker... How fucking is badass crazy. is that scene? Fucking Honestly. Oh, I want to watch the sequel or the prequel, or I'm not sure what the fuck the movie would be. <laughs> of the Rainmaker taking fools out mm-hmm. with his TK powers. How badass is that scene, though? It's in slow-mo? Like, implode kind of thing. Dude, when Garrett Dillahunt's like, just, you know, because like I said, we're spoilers. When he's when he starts, to, when he's getting it, you're like, holy shit. And we bust taking Jake Joe out of the, through the door in slow-mo. And when he sees me, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I just thought there was something. I wish I would have shown more of it, but I think it was effective enough just to show that scene. And um, yeah, I don't hear, like like back in the day, I was a huge anime fan, and whenever some dude had superpower about to fuck shit up, you'd always see the ground like you see shit from the ground lift up, and they're doing that. And his hair's going up, and it's like, oh, it's fucking amazing. Like yeah. this movie, like I said, this movie is a fucking slater. I, I, I'm so glad you chose it. I'm so glad we revisited it. Um, it's one of those times when you watch it, and you're like. Yeah, fuck yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah, you know, Tony. I mean, the Tony talk. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you have yet to reference, have speak a part of the movie. Eh, not enough monologues in it. Oh Jesus! Fucking <laughs> no, no, I'm shitting you, man. This is a Slater. You goddamn right. Well, was like, this fucking you got Slater too. Now you got to explain why. Other than uh, everything you guys said. Yeah, <laughs> we, unfortunately, we, did, we, did, we, oh, did we leave anything out that you can, that you want to add? Um, yeah, I I remember when I first watched it, I geeked out over this scene, and I geeked out again when right? when JGL shot the ground to get all the dust up. Oh yeah! Oh man, that was oh. so cool. I remember like that was like such a smart move, and then the the way they shot the camera angle when he like just put the blood yeah. straight up in the air and just ducked down and pulled the trigger. I was like, yes, yeah. that was yes. Brilliant. Yes. Well, because that scenes. was the thing is the blunderbuss was useless at at range or whatever. Right. So it just yeah. made it was like sense. They, it's it was... like they they designed the blunderbuss for its intended purpose. Yes, and that is that's to kill the... somebody at point blank range. That's what I got out of the movie. Like, right. Yeah. I swear they even. Well, he says, says that too. Kid Blue says that too. Yeah. He talks about his gun, how it's accurate, you know, and, and like, that's why they shoot. give it to him. Right. 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 Yeah, there, but that still shoots his foot out. <laughs> where I'm, I'm geeking out and shit. Um, but that one in particular, I, 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 I mean, the 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 big one, you know, where he 
the kid goes a cure on everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, that was awesome. But that one in particular, I was like, hold I, I, cause it surprised me. Like I did, I forgot that it was in there. And the second mm-hmm. time around that I watched it, it surprised me and I geeked out. I was like, yeah, that's right. I loved this the first time. I'm loving it the second time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. I remember how dark it gets too when he's like going after like the kids and everything. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. You know? And I remember like. Well, it's ironic. Yeah. It's the big, like, you don't, you don't do that. You don't fucking right. kill And it's like, oh shit, what Bruce They're Willis? like, oh no, yes you do, motherfucker. You will kill these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's heavy. Now I remember yeah. that Lainey was like busy programming, doing something, and slowly but surely she just put it all down. And then, and then when when the the kids started started getting knocked off, yeah, she was in. She was like, Whoa, oh, how, she how the fuck is this? What? No. <laughs> so yeah, that's good shit. It's definitely Slater. We got a certified Slater. Put it on there. Write that shit down. Hey, wait, wait, wait! I didn't give a Slater. Oh. Bitch. You will. I didn't say Slater. Did I say Slater? Hurry up already. Hurry up already. Did I say Slater? I don't know. You haven't said it. You haven't you said did. it. It ain't you certified did. until I say it's certified. It's certified oh, by go. the fact that your voice is cracking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's because I'm fucking cracking on the glass ah. with my Sailor Jerry's and cracking. You got to have the last one. Yeah. It is. Very, is very it like I would gladly rewatch this movie. Um, I could recommend it to just anybody that I would recommend. Watch the commentary. Um, yeah, I'd love to watch the comment, listen to the commentary. And it, and um, it made me think too. I'm like, fuck, I haven't watched a movie in the commentary in a long time. Oh shit! Yeah. And that's like the perfect type thing for you to do. Tell me your programming. Just play the audio in the back. Yeah. What you know? Good just point. play the audio of the commentary while you're working. No, it doesn't work. Oh, you can't do that. No, because words talking distracts me. Like if if there's really if it's if it's oh, medium, okay. really it didn't bother you when you're watching the dresser. <laughs> it did bother me. That's why I stopped programming. Oh, no, Tony, can you can you listen to like podcasts no, or listen no. to audio while playing video games? I can't do. I can't focus on anything. Wait, I think so you listen to podcasts and fast forward, and you can do it. Um, I, I've listened to audiobooks in fast forward, but it's just kind of background noise. I, I don't it, like I, I pick up a little bit, but if I'm trying to get a story, especially if I'm trying to be entertained, no, there's no way. See, I've always been able to play video games and listen to podcasts. No, mm-hmm. I focus that's too a, much. I focus it's too something much. Something Alda does. Yeah, well, maybe that's why I playing games. Video games. That's probably why. It makes sense. Cool, man. Well, Looper, welcome to the illustrious list that is the Bad Boy Podcast oh, Certified yeah. Slater. I didn't know. I was. I was. I remember the first to go back. I, I remember when you guys were like, "This is a kick-ass movie." I was like, "Yeah, all right." I don't know, man. It's too. It's too. I don't. What the fuck is happening? You didn't do a very good job of explaining what the fuck happened, and so I'm like, I was really like, I was really like, this movie's gonna suck. It's like, and then really? it's too, yeah, I knew it was gonna suck the first time I saw it. I was like, this movie's gonna be some bullshit because like, so so much you know. Yeah, no shit. What's his name? He's already old. He's already banged out a bunch of really shitty movies. JGL is like he's cool, but he ain't. He ain't Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh, he was he was Bruce Willis cool in this. Oh, he's fucking <laughs> badass in this movie. So uh, <laughs> no, absolutely. It it definitely is a slayer. For sure. right cool. Yeah. Nice. Some CP. All right for next next week. 
Wait, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Um, you got the homework. Right. Do you want me to go first? That's generally we do the homework first, yeah. Trying to change it up, but all right. You want to be like that? Fine. <laughs> so let's see. This movie just came out uh, today on DVD and Blu-ray. So I thought I would check it out. Go Peter Berg action. Deep Water Horizon. Oh, yeah. It actually has a decent um, IMDb. I think it's in the sevens. 7.3. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Peter Berg loves his Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. They're buddies. I mean, they did this and Patriot's Day on the same day. On the same day. Same year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want boy Kurt well, Russell? Then, Fuck yeah. And then he also directed um, that other fucking movie yeah. with him, Lone Survivor. Didn't he That's direct right. Lone Survivor? Did he? I don't know. I don't yes, he, he directed Lone Survivor. Correct. Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he did. He also did Battleship. Is Marky Mark in Battleship? No. No. All right, MCP, what you got for us? Um, Well, I did a search for New Year's movies, and I found um, several. I thought you say I found two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I forgot to look it up, so I'm going to look it up on our site and see if uh, we've reviewed it. Nope. We watched it already. Time ago. So when Harry met Sally. Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Yeah, Tony chose it for us. It was an episode 50 that someone reviewed it. I think I did, yeah. I remember watching it. Right, but it was never an assignment. I've never. Billy Crystal, what's her name? I've never seen this movie. Yeah, I I don't think... I think I saw like half of it. Will I get laid after I watch this movie? Probably. Alright, cool. Is Meg Ryan the one who had like crazy novelty plastic surgery? Maybe now, yeah. Or is that was that another actress from that decade? No, it wasn't Meg Ryan. It was somebody else. Oh, All right, um, Antonio Banderas's chick. Yeah. Uh, Griffith. Oh my God! How could we not talk about? Melanie Griffith. That bitch had so hey, much. Hey, hey, we're being kind. Come on now. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Knock that shit off. Come on now. Let's get this kid. Where's the drum roll? You got a drum roll? Come on, Harley. With you in your best announcing voice. Let's just let's say Melanie segment up. Hey, hey. Move on. Liberace. I'm going to get that bear at you. Come on. <laughs> Maybe call that bear. Liberace and Melanie Griffith. Hey, hey. Hey. This fucking she could have played Liberace. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, Steve Buscemi, let's go. You ready? Ready. All right. Locked and loaded. So now, remember, now this, all right, your best announcing voice. Let's set it up, Harley. <sighs> what the hell? Is that the bear? <laughs> <laughs> this is 2016's top 10 movies. Really? That was it? That was very lackluster. Because my my top ten list is going to be lackluster. Oh boy! Now remember, this is from only now we haven't we didn't see every movie on from twenty sixteen. That's so. the problem, and I always feel there's bad. some like we yeah. always you know like I didn't I never got you feel around bad? really. You feel bad? Yeah, I never got around to seeing. Um, and I really Don't made a your list. Don't spoil your list if you're going to save one no, you haven't seen. Know, so. All right, all right, all right. Hold on there. Sorry. This is the top. 
10 movies of 2016 according to the Bad Boys Podcast. There we go. So let's see how we're going to do this. We're going to go in order. Let's see. I'd say Harley should go first since uh, he just wrote his. And the, that's, that's fine. The, the ink is still fresh on this. That's fine. It is. I, I was ill. It was ill prepared. I apologize. <laughs> um, but you know what? I feel good. All I right. All right. So I'm talking about. Hell so, yeah. So, um, just recently went out to the theater and saw Star Wars World One. I like what they're doing with the franchise. Um, I think. I, I like how what they did as an independent story with the characters and how, you know, it wasn't just this cliffhanger for another fucking, you know, they didn't set this up for Rogue One, a Star Wars episode part two. You know, they were just like, hey, look, we're going to start shitting out Star Wars movies one a year. And we're going to introduce these characters and you're going to enjoy them for about two hours. And then you're gonna watch another Star Wars movie in another year. You know what I mean? And so I like what they did with that. It was a gamble, but it worked. I, they did a really good job with, with the time they had in introducing the characters. Um, you know, go back and listen to the to the podcast. There you go. Reviews. Um, and it, it, it cracks my top ten and number ten. That's your number ten. All right. Very cool. Interesting. Very nice. All right. Tony, your number ten, sir? All right, so as as it's pretty well known, I do a movie ma- matrix. I, I do a ma- matrix of movie metrics. Whoa, whoa! And uh, I added um, several new categories over the year. Over oh the yeah, year. you added that. You added that titty category, right? <laughs> Before <laughs> it used to be um, emotion, visual. A pleasure. C cup, and now it's a D cup. <laughs> <laughs> So emotion, visual pleasure, story, acting, message, um, audio Didn't pleasure, off to it. escape. Um, <laughs> and then I added congruency. What? Is that a word? God, okay. judges. So I got to okay, let me explain this. Congruency? This is a move. This is when. That's movies, a ca- character in Star Wars. <laughs> the, the movies established like a rule base and then they don't follow it. So whether they follow their own rules or not, like, is it believable in terms of the movie? So, okay, I, I, you know I, dig I, mean? that, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, like, some movies, they like, up, yeah. they'll set it up, and they're like, they're like, no, those characters would never do that. You, you could call it for the dummies, like, hypocritical filmmaking. Like, yeah, yeah. does the actor set up these rules and then have to break it's the like, rules in order yeah, to, like, is, get the movie across? Is it, then believable, you're is it believable in its own context? You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last category that I added was memorable. Is it memorable or not? Um, that's especially useful to me because I do my list at the end of the year and I barely remember shit. Yeah. So, uh, 43 titles ended up, um, I watched in t- 2016. <laughs> Sorry, I got a live report, a number- live tweet. Sorry, real quick. Sorry, to Sorry. A live tweet from Reed. Tweeted out as a bad boy's pocket says office policy 105. Don't talk to Tony while he's working. He's got a panda going wild. Got a gift of a panda fucking shit keyboards around. <laughs> <laughs> so he must be referencing the last episode. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. 
Thanks, Reed. That's awesome. I kind of blank out when I flip <laughs> out at work. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's a panda fucking just going nuts, <laughs> knocking people's keyboards on computers, breaking shit. Yeah, I guess we have a, like our security footage was leaked. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Number uh, ten. So number ten, um, with a score of out of a hundred, because now I have ten total categories and I rate everything from uh, one to ten. So out of a hundred with a score of seventy-two, I've got Swiss Army Man. Oh, hey, all right, <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, I, I, it's it's funny because I made this list and I was like, Laney, you wouldn't believe what's in my number ten. <laughs> you, you would not believe it. <laughs> I said Swiss Army Man. And she's like, it's because you're a goddamn kid. <laughs> yep, because you love yeah. fart jokes. Fart jokes, I can't get enough of them. That's right. Um, that's where it ended up getting the highest score on this one is the fun factor. So, nice. Yeah. That's there it. You. I threw it over. Very cool. All right on. Well, my number 10, um, there's a lot of cool horror movies coming out this year. Um, but one that stood out the most um, that was just with a brand new director came out of nowhere. And uh, it was uh, The Witch. I, um, cool. Yeah. If, uh, Robert Eggers, man. This guy, he just... Got the whoa! What the hell was that? That's my chair. Sorry, oh, Jesus, freaking me out. I'm talking about the witch, and then I hear that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, introduces to Black Phillip. Um, you know, people find twins creepy, which I find kind of funny sometimes. And uh, this movie's got twins, and uh, it's it was just this real nost- like had this very eerie. Like they even spoke in the you know. Like the true dialect of back then too, you know, like in sixteen thirties New England, like, um, and it just it really worked. Like it, the witch, if you haven't seen it, like my, my buddy Jeff is still afraid to watch it for some reason. He won't see it. I'm trying to convince him to watch it, and uh, not that he's scared of it. Like he he had a nightmare of fucking uh, the Emperor in Star Wars. Like that's how like. He he gets that scared like that. He's he, he read a book or read something and, and it terrifies him. That dude him. is creepy. I mean, yeah. it's just oh, that's sorry. so it's true, right? Yeah, but he woke up like screaming and yelling like his wife was like freaking out. <laughs> so I can only imagine what he would do when he watches the the witch. So, but yeah, that was my number ten was the witch. Hold on. So hard. Seen- number nine, 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 nine. Who likes dick jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a sounder? Or is that you actually asking us right now? <laughs> so I, I, this was one of those movies, I think one of the biggest, like, kind of surprises. Right. And Tony and I were really like, yo, this movie's fucking funny and smart. And Fonzo, the dick joke fan, was like, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. But <laughs> Sausage Party was fucking hilarious. And and also creepy. One too many dick jokes. Just one too many. <laughs> <laughs> it and you know now, if it, now they cross the line. <laughs> if it was just dick jokes, I it wouldn't have made my top ten. I mean it's yeah. the dick a lot of the dick jokes work and they're funny. Yeah, but there's some uh, pussy jokes too, so there's some pussy Very jokes, true. yeah. And Very fart true. jokes Very and true. yeah. And uh Native American jokes and I mean they just fucking insult anybody and everybody. But there's this underlying like kind of social commentary and i thought that's what really it is it's a animated film for adults and instead of just making an animated film for adults with lots of dick and pussy jokes 
there's actually like a little wink wink at the audience. And so, and I like that. I, I, I think that instead of just making a lazy, um, you know, sort of trying to pander to the early twenties, late teens who can actually go to rated R movies that actually go to the theaters these days, there's, there's actually like a, like a, not a story, because obviously the story is fucking ridiculous, but there's, there's a constant, like, smart comedy. And so for that, it, it, it sneaks into my top ten. So Sausage Party number nine. Yeah, surprise. You got to move about sausages in your top ten. No, I'm all about the buns. I'm just oh, you are, huh? It's all about the buns. Cowboy butts drive you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, MCP. All right, so coming in number nine with a score of 73, the highest... Uh, one cat- point? Yeah, Swiss Army yeah, Man. Yeah, just huh? one point up from Swiss Army Man. Um, the highest categories are Escape, Fun, and Visual Pleasure, Kingsglaive. I guess I, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy my animated films, man. And uh, I guess I think because I was playing the game at the same time, my memory of it has just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching it, and I enjoyed it, so... What's this movie? You you were Final Fantasy. Is it oh. called Final Fantasy? No, it's called Kingsglaive. Can't pull it up on IMDb. Yeah, Denaldo agreed too. After listening to your review, he's like, "Man, it got me excited. I want to watch it now." Oh yeah, and he, and he watched yeah. it. Yeah, because he had a big question mark too. Like after that, you know, whole thing about the they talk about the raid of the kingdom, but they don't really right, show right, you. Right, but right. this this one totally shows it's you, like and it makes Final sense. Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, yeah. My number nine was um, written and directed by John Carney, about a boy growing up in Dublin during nineteen eighties. I just love coming to age story, and you got some cool music out of eighties music, and then you got the love story. It's just all my sensibility, everything I love about movies, and it's uh, Sing Street. That's my yeah. number nine. Love that flick. Cool. Yeah, it was one of those movies that like just. When it was done, it made you feel like, hey, I guess it made you forget we, we voted Donald Trump as president. You know, it's <laughs> like, like, yeah, the world's not all that bad, right? It's just like perfect happy ending kind of thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're number eight. It's one of the feel-good movies. Absolutely. So another kind of feel-good movie, and, and th- this is one of those, like, I hate these movies. Why remake a classic why remake a movie that's essentially perfect? Unless you're going to bring something slightly new to the table. And I think with Favreau, he did a really good job with A Jungle Book. And specifically, mm. reimagining a classic Disney tale that is old in the tooth. Pardon the, pardon the pun. <laughs> and it, And that is... Old the tooth being, you know, um, we got uh, it. <laughs> In the sense of my kids, my kids. Matt Anna's old enough; she she remembers the original Jungle Book. Yeah. Mazzy watches the original Jungle Book, and she did. She watched it. I remember, like a couple months ago, and I saw the kids, and they were kind of just they were. I, sadly to admit, they were programming it. They were they were just like. The animation is too old. There's not enough action. It just doesn't hold up, unfortunately. I mean, the original Jungle 
book is too it's Whoa. it's dated for modern children. And the truth is who watches animated films? Modern kid young kids, you know what I mean? And so I was I was nervous and I remember you I think Fonzo you went and saw in the theater and it got really good IMDb ratings and I was like, damn, wouldn't it be cool this new jungle book was actually good? You know what I mean? And the year before we saw John Favreau with um with Chef and I and we had a lot of fun with Chef. Absolutely. You know? When he doesn't like when he doesn't take movies too serious, like what what he did with with all the with the with the Iron Man movies, it's like he can just make a fun, you know. If he can just focus on one one or two characters, he can make a fun family friendly movie. And he did that with Jungle Book, and he had some gold to work with in the original script, and and I, he did it justice, and and so and they got some phenomenal voice acting with Bill Murray and Idris Elba and you know Scarlett Johansson and um and so I had a lot of fun I was really pleasantly surprised when I watched the movie. It's not a perfect film. Um I, I didn't like what they did with King Louie and they made them all fucking supersize. You know, go back and listen to the, the review of the movie. Um but but I still had a lot of fun with the movie especially considering it's a remake and the original for me is essentially a perfect film. So to, to do the original justice, but bring it, you know, I I guess the goal is my kids, the young kids watch this movie and go, what do you mean? It's a remake. There's a, there's a, there's another one called the jungle book. I'll go watch that one too. And they go back and see the original, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so for me, yeah, that comes in at number seven. All right. Cool. What about you, MCP? That one number eight or number seven? That was got to be eight. No, nah, that's number eight. My mistake. Yep. Jungle Book and Sausage Party, that's eight. All right, so my number eight. I'm moving on up with one point up from the previous one, 74. This has kind of just got high marks across the board. Um, in emotion, there's a uh, acting. The message was really cool of Captain Fantastic. Mm. Nice, yeah. very cool. Very interesting. Nice. This is very unpredictable, sir. It is. I'm looking at this and going, really, Tony? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Making you talking to third person, man. It's it's really fucking with you. <laughs> My um my number eight um has a number in the title and it should have been the last one but I you know but whatever that's what it is five. my number uh, eight is Ten Cloverfield Lane when I saw it in the theater I was just like freaking you saw this in the theater oh yeah I did oh did you see this at uh, like Comic Con or something no oh yeah no All I right. saw this in I'll the stop theater. talking yeah. now. okay <laughs> so, no yeah I just felt like how Mary Elizabeth Winstead felt just claustrophobic, just John Goodman was fucking terrifying in it. Um, um, and then I even had some humor in it and for just being in like one contained room and how well crafted it was and the tension in it was fantastic. This movie is awesome. 10 Cloverfield Lane is my number eight. And the batshit crazy ending. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it in case I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it works for some people, and then some people it, it turned totally turned them off. Yeah, I'm totally. okay with it just because it's chlorophyll in the title, but <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna lie. If it didn't bother me just a little bit, but but the whole the whole everything before that is fucking fantastic. So it's 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 um it's on my top ten. No. Number seven. Number seven. So we like to we we think we're pretty pretty cool guys, right? Mm-hmm. But my number seven, it's about nice guys. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about Mr. Gosling and Mr. Crow being fucking over the top and it just working. And it's <laughs> kind of the same thing. I was going to the movie going. I don't know. It can't be that funny, right? It's just some weird fucking seventies period comedy drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think Shane Black. We've seen some stuff with him. It's cool, um, and I look forward to what he does in the future with the Predator and whatnot. But um, yeah, it it totally rewatchable. Um, you know, I, I I I need to make the time to sit down and watch. Sadly, some of these movies I haven't seen twice, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of these movies I haven't seen twice. But every single one of these movies I want to see twice. You right. know what I mean? Right. It 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 went to me like I got to see that again. That was fucking awesome. So, you know, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but you know, truth is most of these top 10s on first review, they end up just getting a dollar. But, you know, as the years go by, I think some of these are going to be certified Slaters, and I think the nice guys might very well be one of those certified Slaters. For right now, certified dollar, but nice guys fucking I go with the MCP rule where, like, uh, it's hard to give a movie a Slater on first viewing. Exactly, exactly. On second, it's like, yeah. Exactly. So, um, for right now, it's, it's number seven, but um, right. everybody should go see it. It's a lot of fun. It's fucking hilarious. Um, that one scene alone, son, is worth the fucking watching a whole movie. Um, yeah, I heard the whole city came out, big, big return. They all voted. You're fucking hilarious on a really heavy topic. You know what I mean? So, um, right on, cool. That's what number, seven. number seven. My Should number seven, seventy-five. Just going right up. They just keep going one by one, one, huh? One by one. Um, does it dramatically like? Does at one point does it get drastically higher, or does, is it just your whole countdown yeah, just goes by yeah, one? Because you're still like at a C average, by the way. I know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Out of hundred, I'm like three. I'm like, God damn. Well, so let's see. The lowest score I have on my list plus is forty four. Ooh, oh, what man. movie was that? Oh, I'll save that for the end. Um, oh shit! <laughs> that's for our, that's for our top worst of twenty sixteen. You have that. You have that list, right, Harley? Oh, I didn't do my worst top ten. <laughs> so um, this, uh, the shallows. I dug a little, yes. Yeah, the little mon- the the shark being kind of the monster is. Uh, nice. I guess it uh, it got me. Yeah, it has like a- lively in the bathing suit didn't help. Um, it's in there for instant visual. Say, I'm sure that's rolled up in visual Visual pleasure. Yeah, that's the visual. Mm-hmm. That's the replayability. That's the conglomeration or whatever you just invented <laughs> that word. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. More like ejaculation. Hey, right, guys? 
Yeah. ability. Oh, that's so Fap-ability. cool that's in it. Nice. Yeah, exactly. See, I wanted to put that on my list so bad, too. So I'm glad it made it on someone's list. That's awesome. Right on. Cool. Right on. Yeah, my number seven, um, I had watched again. Well, I didn't finish it yet. Like I said, no time. But, uh, but the, when I did watch, I was like, I was having so much fun again. It reminded me why I liked it so much. Was uh, the fast talking mercenary uh, Deadpool? My number seven. Yeah, that's going to make a lot of top tens for sure. I'm sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's holy shit. It's um, not on my list. Ooh, I forgot I watched it. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I watched it. I watched it oh. twice, two, three times, three times. But you didn't put it through your. But matrix, I didn't put metric. it down. Uh, oh, the good I thing if is this that my, change. Uh-huh. So I wonder if it'll change. I know. The good thing is the way that my metrics work. I, I kind of just put in the numbers and it ends up where it ends up, you know? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Go, keep going. Keep going with your review. <laughs> we'll see if I catch up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Deadpool, come on. It was like Ryan Reynolds, like, yeah, he wanted to make up for that shitty-ass Deadpool version we got in that one Wolverine movie. <laughs> Wolverine he, movie. Yeah, he's been wanting to pump this. He wanted, you know. Oh, bad, like, fucking... Uh, edit of it because it got leaked god what yeah. a fucking yeah, yeah. did, did yeah. this become like one of the highest r-rated movies too of all time no it didn't it did become get it was with beyond a shadow of a doubt it embarrassed every other goddamn rated r movie of all time nice there so you go is, see so people that's so people yeah. want to see a rated r movie right fuck yeah, yeah. Half three quarters of the movies are in my top ten are fucking rated R. There you go. That's all I'm talking about. So yeah, Deadpool number seven. All right, moving right along. We're almost getting to the top five. Top five. Here we go. Number six, Harley. What do you got? Before we get to top five, we gotta get to top six. Oh, excuse me. That burp was top six. Um, You just mentioned that. (laughs) Burp battle. Well, it's just feel-good movies of the year. Six and five for me were really interchangeable, but they're really the opposite of movie. And so, I, you know, I, I know they're getting more like heavy, serious I've become kind of thing. Right, right. So Sting Street made my six. Yes! Um, awesome. But it really is interchangeable with five. Like, it is yeah. so much fun to watch. Like, I want to watch this again with my teenage daughters. I want to watch this again with... With my mom, I want to watch this again with you know grandma. Like, Absolutely. it's just a lot of fun. You know, you'd brought up John Carney. He was in Dublin. We, we you know, we were fortunate enough to go to Dublin, Ireland ourselves this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I last year, I yeah, I you know, it's interesting. We watched this movie before we went to to Ireland, and mm-hmm. being it takes place in Dublin. Um, I'd love to go rewatch this movie again and see like, oh, I recognize that spot in Dublin or something like that. Yeah. So, um, That's and, just a fun word I to watched, say. How you keep saying it? You know, I mentioned it before during my review of my trip to Ireland. Um, but the Irish are very similar to Americans. It's a lot of it has to do with their independence from from England. And I felt like this was really interchangeable, and obviously their love of a lot of '80s American rock and stuff like that, yeah. um, and just sort of a music 
family, obviously, that, you know, go back and listen to the podcast, to the review. <laughs> um, you know, I always want to review these movies, but, sure. but th- that's not what we're here to do. Um, and so um, it was very, like, obviously the movie takes place in Ireland, but it felt very close to home in a sense. Like, we all sort of remember this feeling when we were that age you know we had the yeah. crush on the girl and and our older brother was telling us about all this music like i mm-hmm. genuinely had that my older brother when i i didn't see him very often but when i did he was like turning me on to like amazing new music and i was like oh my god this is fucking awesome and so yeah. um yeah. Yeah. hits close to home and mm-hmm. and so and we see so many movies that it's like you know it was like what the original Batman series made fun of was the kaboom, pow, you know, all the comics. You'll notice my top ten doesn't have a lot of comic book movies in it. Yeah, I'm yeah. that guy. I'm fatigued. I'm just burned out. Like, I can't. <laughs> there's no Iron Man. There's no fucking Captain America in my top ten. And And this is why. Because this is – we don't need all that shit. We don't need all that bullshit. We just want – some fucking kid in his teens in love with the girl across the street that he doesn't know dick about, but there's no goddamn Facebook for him to, you know, da da da. And so, yeah, Sink Street number six. Sorry, I, I went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, it. Kind of check it out. Yeah. five, but sure. yeah, totally feel good movie. Everybody and their fucking kids should go see this movie. Um, nice. A lot of fun. So check it there out. There you go. Right on. Tony, you're number six. So, um, Deadpool ended up tied for number five. <laughs> wait, wait, say that again? <laughs> Last Deadpool. minute entrance? Yeah, Deadpool, when I added it, when I put in the numbers, it ended yeah. up tying for my number five. No so, fucking way. So it means it bumped everything down. <laughs> oh, okay. What was your number ten? So ten was Swiss Army Man. Now it's Fuck Swiss Gold. Army Man. That should that's like number eleven. <laughs> they got booted. Yeah. So so Swiss Army is eleven. Kingsglaive is ten. Captain is nine. Captain Fantastic is nine. Um, the Shallows is eight. And so now we're at number seven, with a score of seventy six. Nine's an escape and fun and visual pleasure. Um, the Jungle Book. Yeah. Yep. I agree with Harley. I, I dug it. Uh, and where I don't agree with Harley is I definitely liked the new King Louis. I think I thought he was awesome as a big beast and just menacing and tearing shit up. Well, and it, uh, and it does create that sort of action set piece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the original kind of doesn't give I us. I just liked him being but, scary. Like yeah. the first one, he was he, he was he was a little um, like mischievous. Yeah, good point. He had, he had like a, you know, there was something under, you know, some ulterior motive to him. Yeah, for but sure. This he one, wants to be a fucking human. Yeah, and, and this one, it's just straight up. No, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like this bear, uh, the the bear in the in the new one. I, I dug him a lot. Um, so yeah, so definitely Jungle Book. It's in there. What number was that? Number seven. Number seven and six or eight. I'm not sure which one it is. Well, Harley gave us a six. You gave us a seven. Oh. Tony's metrics are off. So, okay. Up. So, okay. Yeah. So I, that was me catching up. Right. Right. From, from last time. Cause sure. Deadpool, it tied with number five. So Deadpool ends up being number six. Okay. So, th- okay. So that's your number six. All right. Number six ends up being Deadpool. 
Okay, cool. My number six was uh, a Rogue One Star Wars story. Right. I had so much fun with this. I um, I had a blast. It uh, felt like you know my kids must have felt like in the seventies when they watched a Star Wars movie because the fucking the whole third act, man, and Darth Vader scene, just incredible. Like, like if this was a sign of the side stories they're going to do with Star Wars series, I'm all, I'm on board. I'm excited. It, it, it the franchise justice for sure. Mm-hmm. And see Donnie Yen, see martial artist in the Star Wars movie too. That was that was a plus. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did the Force Awakens make our top ten? Do you guys remember? Uh, look it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it was like my number three or something. Oh wait, we don't know our top tens because they never got recorded. Oh, that's right. It never aired. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I made my top ten. I think I was slightly hipster, and I was like, nah, I, yeah, there was enough like, movies. Like, All right, here we go to the top five. This is the creme de la creme. This is the... So I think, Fonzo, you already you already talked about it, and um, same thing here. Just really smart, fun. Um, and the ending didn't bump me. The ending was perfect. The ending was just batshit crazy enough for a really kind of crazy stressful movie, but 10 Cloverfield Lane cracks my top five. Nice. Very cool. Alright, my number five, um, which is tied with Deadpool at 77, is Warcraft. Whoa! I gotta watch that goddamn movie. I have it. I have it. I just have yet to watch it. Yeah, I have it too. I haven't watched it yet. (laughs) Wow. Number five, huh? Okay. Maybe that's Laney's number one. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, now, yeah. what, Tony? Sell me on it a little bit more. Like, <laughs> don't just tell me it's number five. But why? What metrics it? And that's the thing. Like, it could be motivate thing, like, me to watch it. Like, it could very yeah. much be like a Kingsglaive type thing where because I played the games, I enjoyed it so much more. Ah, uh, yes, it, you got very, very well could be because video like, game movies in your top ten. That makes me nervous. Yeah, like, so like, Harley's never played the game. Would he enjoy it at all? Uh, well, Lainey loves the fuck out of it, and she's never played the games. Oh, all right. So yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, the, the fun, factor, well, so, fun factor. I mean, for me, escape. Yeah, but she likes all pretty lights on on the screen, and she'll like it. Choo choo choo. I gotta fucking it, it makes my man's top five. I gotta watch. You this gotta movie. watch it. Yeah. So let me go. ask you this, Tony. Yeah. Did I watch this with my eight and my fourteen year old that have never played the game? Obviously. Um, I have no idea. Oh, 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 here we go. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you report back to us, Harley? You let us know. Fucking <laughs> Should I? Wa- I played Warcraft. I- Watch it with everybody. Watch Back it with in high school, I played Warcraft. Yeah. The Zug Zug. Yeah, yeah, if you've played Warcraft, you'd recognize some things in this. All right. There you I, go. I, I, I that you, shit. You I would probably it. recognize more because you've played Warcraft than World of Warcraft. Because this Whoa. takes place before World of Warcraft. It takes oh. place between the Warcraft series and the World of Warcraft. So, so a, there's a timeline now. This is like Star Wars shit. <laughs> is that like an episode surprise. one Warcraft? Because I played Starcraft too. Is that are, is that the next movie? 
Uh, I, hey, you know what? It's in there. If you pay attention, oh, there's StarCraft reference. Yeah. Before we do all, before we do our number one, we should throw in some honorable mentions before we mention our number one. All right. All right. So my number five was um, just recently rewatched it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is definitely up here. It's definitely on my list." Hell or high water. Really oh. enjoyed it. Yeah, oh. that was a lot of fun. That's that's just the performances, just the look of it. Um, I just I just dug it. That's my number five. All right, here we go. Number four. Number four. I feel like you should talk more about it because I talk enough, and my number four okay. is Hell or High Water. So, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, just bridges, like you know, doing this. Like, go back, listen to the podcast. This is a really, really good movie. Um, Foster and Pine are. It's like that. It it defines that brotherly love, that brotherly chemistry, that big brother, little brother. Sort of like bantering. Yeah, that was a good chase movie, you know. You also get you the, the cop buddy cop thing with Jeff Bridges and, and partner. Yeah, so that's yeah, great. Yeah, oh, like yeah. it, it, like you you pointed out before during the first review how it starts off with a bang. Like they're robbing banks, yeah. they're moving across town, mm-hmm. um, and so you know i i had pointed out i had a problem with what they did with foster's character towards the end i wanted to see him i wanted to see his character pan out differently but the truth is it makes for a better film the way they shot the, the his story mm-hmm. and so um and then obviously that scene at the end with with pine and bridges sitting on the like that that was some heat level shit, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. for real, for sure. like the level of stress and anxiety, you're just like, fuck, this is some serious shit. So mm-hmm. uh, the writing from Taylor Sheridan was big time. I look forward. He wrote Sicario. Um, nice. You, you know, so I, I look forward to, to his continued work. Right on. Uh, he's got something in the mix for directing. Yeah, Wind River with... Um, hmm. With Jeremy Renner, I'd be curious. Right. Yeah, definitely. We're coming on. He's, he's on the radar for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, yeah, it cracked my top five as well. Number nice. four was Hell or High Water. Quite true, quite true. All right, my number four um, has actually been mentioned on the list already. Oh, shit, how do we pass to him? Sorry about that. What? You're number four. Right, it's my turn, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's going hardly you than me, but somehow, never mind. It's all good. Oh. Uh. Yeah, we're, well, good. we're good. <laughs> um, Rogue One, that's my number four. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Made all of our top ten. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Is that the first one? That's been on all of our list? Yeah. yeah. Tony picked yeah. a bunch of fucking comic book movies and <laughs> video game movies and Yeah, I mean um, all right. Cloverfield made me and yours top ten. Um, Jungle Book made me and Tony's top ten. Sing Street, you and me. Mm-hmm. Rogue One, obviously. Night, no, Nice Guys is going to be Fonz's number two or number one, number three. I'm going to guess. Um, yeah, I think that's the one that, the that one. has bridged all three of us. All right. So that was Tony's number four. Harley, what's your number four? Hell, I gave you my number Hell four. That's the thing. You're confused. I go first, then Tony, then Oh, you. sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. 
So yeah, you give your number four. Okay. This was my number one for the longest time. Um, after I saw it, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely my number one. But then I saw some other films, and then unfortunately had to go down a little bit. But still, very effective. Still, highly, highly enjoyed it. Is the Green Room? Fuck, I love that movie. I saw that. That's a, that's one of my mentions for sure. Okay, right on. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name? Captain Picard. It's like secretly one of like the best villains of the year, kind of thing. Not even that much, but like just the way he portrayed it and it's not like really scary or angry or yelling but just you know menacing and subtle. just yeah subtle for sure yeah yeah, green, yeah. and R.I.P. Anton Yelchin man yeah no shit yeah I know like Star um, Star Trek actually made it was certainly one of my honorable mentions um, and I remember even talking like I didn't see I, that one I kind of like the Star the Star Trek sort of world better and then ironically star trek didn't make my top 10 but star wars did make my top 10 so um, yeah i guess in my future like dreams like what the world would be like i'm voting for star trek but ultimately right. when i go to movies i want to see star wars instead so yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah green room was was a kick-ass film for sure uh-huh. sorry here we go here we go Number three. Uh, we talked about it before. We mentioned it. I made a, a joke reference to it. Um, I don't... Dick and fart jokes typically don't go over well with me. I, I, I count myself as a hipster um, in that regards. But pop star never stopped, never stopped. What? Wow! Was so... I. I have not, me and Chris have not referenced a movie on a daily basis since we've watched this movie. It, wow. it is absolutely. So, somewhere right now, I'm be shedding a tear right now. Wow. Would, what's that? Whoa, that is, I, I did not see that coming. Wow. No, no, I know, but I was like, in, in the movie metrics, it's got, it's got so much, like, I just want to watch this movie again. Sure, yeah. Obviously, it's not for everybody. Like yeah. you know, uh, you know, small children oh, need not apply. But <laughs> it's so smart. You know, I mean, this is why Sausage Party made the top ten was because it was smart. And and I'm smart. I like to think of myself as a smart human <laughs> being. You know what I mean? I'm smart. There you go. That's right. I'm in the top ten movies of the year. You was smart. <laughs> you was beautiful. You was beautiful. Um, <laughs> no shit. So it's fucking hilarious, and and the truth is that's what movies are about—to entertain yeah. us, to have fun with. And there wasn't a second of this movie where I was like, yeah, "All right, cool," but you know, it's not perfect. And this one was just—it just every scene kept going like, "God damn, this is over the top, fucking!" Like, it's a musical. I don't like musicals. And I love this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not familiar with the Sam. Maybe that's probably why I liked it so much. Was I'm not familiar with all the Andy Andy Samberg, all the SNL sketches and, right. and songs. Yeah. I, I'm familiar with I, I saw Dick in a Box like 10 years ago, so I get that. 
Um, and so it, you know, makes sense all the kind of like, uh, cameos they got going on in the movie. So that's cool. Um, but it's so hilarious, but it's also so smart at the same time. And the performances, you know, it's essentially kind of written and directed by the same people. Um, and so, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's number three, pop star. Never stop, don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> right on, cool. MCP, you're number three. All right, number three. And this is where it jumped a little bit because okay. Rogue One was at 79. Yeah. And my number three is 85. Oh, okay. Finding Dory. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it either. Dang. Yeah. I, re- I remember I watched it a couple times. I've seen it probably three or four times this year. So. Wow. It makes sense. I that short in the beginning helped it too? Every single time. The, the short's great. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. But uh, no, the movie itself, I, I remember it, I was just, one day out of the blue, I was like, I kind of feel like watching Dory again. Wow. Uh-huh. Right on. So, there you go. Cool. There you go. And just like Harley said, he just wants to live in that world, the pop star that's musical. My number three is La La Land. I uh, uh-huh. play value on it. The music yeah, I remember when you were reviewing it, you really liked it like, a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely La La Land, my number three. Damien Chazelle got another hit on him. Um, kind of crazy to think of a modern musical in this day and age and, and fucking works. And sweep the Golden Globe. I mean, it, ran, it won seven Golden Globes. It is now the holds the record for most Golden Globe wins for a movie. Whoa, cool. Yeah. So, but yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I love all that. All right, here we go. Number two. So there's... It's kind of a running joke with podcasts and bears and shit. And so I, <laughs> and I feel like you guys can't clown because you, I think Fonzo, you kind of like watch some of it or some shit, but it is, you know, it's one of those movies. It's, it's like Scorsese. Like you don't just sit down and click on taxi driver. You don't just <laughs> pop in casino. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's a movie you sit down and you watch, and it's an event. It's like you just sit down and you go, all right, this is – it takes you on a journey. You know what I mean? It's storytelling. It's And this is and this movie is visual star- storytelling. Ironically, we're, we're the, the homework. Tyler Perry's Medea's Halloween. Exactly. I knew you it. got it. You nailed it. The homework. <laughs> it's a movie about a play. And I was watching the movie, the homework, going, God damn, this is fucking boring. Have I ever seen a movie? <laughs> Have I ever seen a movie kind of like this that plays out like a play? And I was like, yeah, that's right. I watched a couple years ago Birdman. It kind of played out in a similar sense. It kind of mm-hmm. plays out like a, like a theater play. Mm-hmm. And so, and and so, what Alejandro in the I don't know how the fuck you say his name. And I was fortunate enough to see this in the theater. So, uh, the Revenant when it came out, um, it was it was a tearjerker for me. That's 2015, dog. I thought it was 2015. Well, okay, so you, there was a movie you put yeah. in that also had a 2015 release. But the entire world... Oh, you know what? This is eight, January 8, 2016, USA. Saw, the entire world saw this in January. America got a limited release 
in uh, uh, gotcha. in December, okay. December twenty fifth to be specific. Um, yeah. Hollywood saw it on December sixteenth, but it, I, I think it's fair fair enough that the entire world saw this in January, um, and I certainly saw it in January. All right. Um, and so, yeah, it, from a from just a filmmaking standpoint, all the natural lighting and stuff like that, um, it, it's a must see of the year. The performances from Tom Hardy, um, Donald Gleason, Dom Domnall, Tom Noll, whatever. Um, <laughs> ironically, I'm watching him. I just finished watching him in uh, in Black Mirror. I'm starting to watch that again. Um, okay. a lot of fun, really good. They get some good actors and that stuff. So, um, and Leo, Leo's acting his ass off. That bear, that motherfucking bear. Mm-hmm. Crazy ass bear. Fuck that bear. Um, but I kick his ass. I fuck yeah. him up. And so, uh, <laughs> the Revenant. Number two. Revenant, my number right two. Yeah, Tony, you haven't watched it yet, have you? Um, I watched half of it while programming once and I was like, you know what, I, I can't I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish the movie because I was programming. Um, it was it was just something it was it was serious work. I thought it was gonna be one of those I could just put on the background, but you have to pay attention to that shit. Yeah. Like the story just got complicated. I haven't watched it either. Yeah, it's like that movie The Dresser with fucking <laughs> whatever the fuck yeah. Hey what though man that scene, um, like when they first get attacked, yeah, oh, yeah. that was nuts. I'm not talking about like the embarrassing, but like when they they had like, no get, get the attacked by the like, get the furs, get the furs, and throw. It's like that scene. Yeah. Was, oh, that was cool. Well, that what it is, awesome. it's it it throws you off because like what they did with Birdman, it's really long, long um, takes or what implies takes. Um, it just feels like the anxiety. In movies, you get a lot of break from cuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it right. takes away from a. You know, I want to. Ironically, I want to watch um, Children of Men again. Alfonso Cuarón, yeah. Children of Men, for that crazy long scene. And obviously, we've we've seen him in Gravity and whatnot. Right. Um, and so, but it's the same thing. It's like the. It's like the camera just keeps rolling, and so it feels more like, like. You're there, kind of thing, as a because you you never get a chance to breathe, and so yeah, that opening scene is intense. But then, you know, it's it's not but thirty minutes, forty minutes in the movie where you, fucking dude's getting mauled by a bear, yeah, and he's getting mauled by a bear like you ain't <laughs> fucking around. Like, <laughs> so um, it's some like some serious like. Light storm entertainment special effects bear mauling and shit. So, um, so anyways, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right, Very cool. number two, yeah, number guys. two, Tony. All right, so my number two coming with a, another eighty-five. Um, uh, the arrival. Oh, going sci-fi. Man. God damn it! I'm so pissed. I didn't get this chance. To do I'm I'm so mad at my local theater. It never played it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it never it never got put on the big screen over here, and I, it pissed me off because I really wanted to see that. Um, I know this is your top two, but I'm gonna hijack it. Um, yeah, I was pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Uh, no, yeah, Arrival, sci-fi. It's got some 
alien shit and got some language stuff going on. It was very, it was, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for you, um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I, I enjoyed the story. <laughs> the acting was great. Um, the, the, it, it's got high marks all over the place. The only thing, the only low mark, it was like eights and nines all across the board. The only thing I gave it a seven in is the audio because, um, the audio was cool, but the, like, I don't remember like a, a big soundtrack, but the, the specific audio that I did enjoy that I gave it a seven for was, uh, in combination with some of the scenes that were going on in the film. Um, it was cool effects. Um, did you get a chance to see Sicario? I did not. I did not get a chance. Yeah. Um, it was, it wasn't, was it 2015 or 2016? No. Yeah. Sicario was 15. 15. Yeah. I think that's, I like, I started, I was going to watch it, but I was like, I don't, I, I don't have time for that. I need to watch some 2016 films. I'll never forget it. Fonzo, yeah. you saw Sicario in the theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I really wanted to see it in the theater because I'm all about I'm that hipster guy now that wants to go like throw my mo- my money at the independent filmmakers. There you go. And, you know, you went and saw Sicario, and you're like, yeah, this movie's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn it! And by the time you reviewed it, it was already out of the theaters here, so Dang. I didn't get a chance to see it. And then I saw in the fucking you know Blu-ray, and I was like, God damn, it was right. This movie's fucking awesome. I could imagine seeing it on the big screen. And so when yeah. when the arrival was announced and coming out, I was like, "Shit, you doing sci-fi now? I got to see this." Mm-hmm. And of course, I think it was right around the time when we went to Ireland, and I didn't get a chance. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, no, I really look forward to when this comes out on Blu-ray. Cool. Right on. Yeah, my number two is um, Captain America: Civil War. I had mm. so much fun with this man and fucking Spider-Man. That's all I got to say. Spider-Man. Come on. <laughs> Spider-Man. It's fucking great. I mean, the airport scene alone is fucking replay value. Fucking your movie metrics, your replay value, everything is like yeah. tenfold. It's so much goddamn fun. Yeah, that action set piece is, is a lot of fun for yeah, sure. All the characters build up and yeah, and, it, and they do a compelling story on both sides, you know, to choose from to give you a difficult time to choose. So I, I like that. So yeah, that was my number two. All right, Harley. Here we go. So your number one movie of twenty sixteen. Well, this already made other people's top ten. Oh, this is honorable mentions first, real quick. I already gave some of my honorable mentions. You did okay. Some of my honorable mentions I'll throw out there would be um, yeah. Blair Witch, just for the whole Comic Con experience. Oh, I, I was watching the woods, and it was the Blair Witch that that was awesome. I've got Hush. Oh, nice! Right on. Yeah, I got Don't Breathe. The Jungle Book and The Shallows and The Hunt for the Wilder People. Cool. Yeah, yeah that was one of my. Um, it was way up there. Yeah, I got oh, the lobster. Hush, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hush, yeah. Hush the lobster and uh, Star Trek Beyond. Oh wow! Yeah. Did yeah. you watch Star Trek Beyond? I don't remember you reviewing it. I just watched it last week or at some point, and I totally forgot to extra credit it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I forgot to extra it. Yeah, Hush was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. doing that a lot. We'll make my top ten, but yeah, it was, it was like eleven or twelve. Imitation. That was, that was 2016, right? Imitation game. The no, the invitation. invitation. Yeah, oh, the invitation. Yeah, it was 2015. I, yeah, it popped up on mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't the year. Okay. All right. So, but year. Number one movie of 2016. Yeah, it, it made somebody else's top ten, and so um, 
I I think this the reason why I made my number one is probably because of my own individual life experience um, with moving and you know growing up in the big city, but but now living up in the sticks and and obviously you know we've just been hit with a lot of snow. Um, my weekend will explain. And um, Captain Fantastic, nice. uh, I watched it twice in one fucking week. It's yeah. a Slayer. Um, what Matt Ross, he wrote and directed it. And it's so fucking ridiculous that he is the douchiest douchebag in Silicon Valley. <laughs> and he wrote and directed this. Really, the performance from Viggo Mortensen and, and his family, um, it works so well. Um, Frank, Frank Langala... That guy is a fucking Star Wars villain if I have ever seen one. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, did play, um, he did play Skeletor in the He-Man movie. You put a fucking cape on him and give him some fucking some serious Star Wars dialogue, yeah. and you're like, I'm sold. This is some fucking evil shit. Because he is <laughs> he just he just leads bad dude in this movie. So um, Captain Fantastic is a great film. I think it will hold up as the years go by. It's a character piece about a father and his children. It's a tearjerker, but it's also fun. Um, it keeps you going. It, it, it's a perfect film. It touches on so many of the... It You know, if I was 25, yeah. I probably wouldn't have made this my number one. It very well might not have made my top ten. But I'm an I'm a grown ass man now, you know, um, and, and so so something like this, where this dude's life is about his children, and his wife passes, and he lives a very you know specific eccentric lifestyle, and and, and you know he's he has introduces kids. Some of these kids have never been exposed to sort of normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they come. They they're kind of reintroduced to normal life with the Steve Zahn character and his wife and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I remember just watching it and going, "God so damn, <laughs> fucking awesome!" And so, um, and then we rewatched it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a fucking Slater." So, um, Captain Fantastic number one, nice, right on, MCP. Call me um, a hipster. <laughs> um, Shocking. Uh, there's nothing really more I can say that the Glo- Golden Globes didn't already say. Oh, uh, La La Land! Wow! Yeah, it was. A- Woo! Like, you liked it, but I don't remember you going. This movie's a fucking slayer. Yeah, but it stuck with me. Like I talked about it afterwards a lot with Laney, and like it, it, it. We've referenced it a lot, and then the, the music. Like we've been listening to more and more of the music. I, mean, I think we went to Fonzo's house, um, and we we're listening to more music. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just sticks. It just stuck with me. It, it was, mm-hmm. and it stuck with me in a good way. Um, right. So, well, yeah, clearly. That's definitely <laughs> right on. Cool. That's, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I got to check this goddamn movie out. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, my number one was, uh, the nice guys, um, written directed yeah, by Shane Black. Just some new to like, Shocking! I know Ryan Goss is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, this was some new. I mean, some, it, unfortunately, Pitch Perfect two fucking killed it in the theater. 
And this was something original. You know, Shane Black does these, you know, buddy cops or just, you know, this movie's so great. When you watch it again, the fucking jokes still hit. The action's great. I mean, see, you got Russell Crowe fighting fucking Keith David. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, killer soundtrack. I mean, and, and Gosling is in a, in a, in a cool comedic role. We had never seen him in, which was great, and he, and he killed it. So, um, but I would love to see them their actions together. If they, you know, if they, really, I would have loved to see the sequel. You know, I'd love to see these guys again. Um, you know, before Donald Trump, they'll they'll make another one. But yeah, just had so much fun with it. Um, I think it's one of those things. It's like it's such an unlikely sort of duo, but it worked, and I think it worked because of the sheer talent of the two actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the script too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, obviously in the direction. Shakes, I mean, and butter, yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's so much going for it in that regards, but um, yeah, it was. I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, yeah, this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, so yeah, it's like cool. There you go. We actually did a top ten of a, and we actually put it out. <laughs> oh shit! Um, I wasn't recording. Oh boy! Oh, I was yeah. afraid you were going to say that. Actually, at the end, I was afraid you were going to say that. Oh man! So yeah, that was our top ten of 2016. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we went kind of long. If you guys want to do your weekends or what, but we went kind of long. So I, I guess dug. I dug. I you dug what? like a, I dug. I just dug and dug and dug like a goddamn grave digger. Like that's you all I dig did. Dug? Fucking took a shovel. And Doug fucking snow. There you go. All weekend long. What about you, Tony? If you're not friends with my wife on Facebook, befriend her. Cause you can see all the snow. I don't <laughs> post on Facebook anymore, but we got a fuck ton of snow. Um, it just buried everything, uh, which was cool for like a day or two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then it turned to rain, and so it's washed a ton. A ton of the snow away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously still a lot of snow and ice out there, but yeah, um, yeah, it's like a whole new world up here for sure. So yeah, yeah we just got a lot of snow. It's January. It's winter time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of work. Um, this kind of work. Yeah, digging the yeah, snow. Get your ass up early, dig all that snow. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of this. So. <laughs> yeah. What about you, MCP? Um, let's see, I spent my time working a bit and then taking care of my dad a bit and hanging out with my family. Um, there was, uh, my dad had a little bit of a, uh, cardiac scare, uh, last Whoa. week. He ended up, uh, in the hospital. They did an angiogram. He's fine. Like he's got no cholesterol. His heart's fine. They think it was just a, um, a fluke spasm of the pericardial sac or something. Wow. How uh, old is your dad? 55. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, the doctor's like, no, man, you're fine. This is some weird thing happened. And, uh, just go back and t- stop, and stop stressing so much. That was a big thing. Because, uh-huh. the, 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 the thing that got him was yeah, Amy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fucking weird. Stress, like, I don't know. It's just some freak. I almost died, but there's yeah. no, like, right. Yeah. But, yeah, like he said, he was he did a little bit about like morning workout, but he got on a business call and the guy, the business call pissed him off. Like he got really angry, and while he mm. was angry, he started getting pain across his chest and shoulders down his arms. Mm. And so they're like, "Yeah, 
you need to relax the fuck out, dude. Just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what I spent my weekend doing is a, just a little bit of work and hanging out with you're pops. You're not following suit, right? What's that? You're not following suit, right? No, I have no heart, man. You, you don't got no, he's got no heart to fail. That that's perfect. Yeah. Got a black heart. Yeah, no, I, I, it's yeah. for me. I don't get I don't get angry, you know. So it's not that big of a deal unless I'm playing video games. Then I get then that's what that's what really oh, pisses me geez. off. <laughs> so one of these days on episode 763, we're gonna we're gonna hear about your goddamn heart attack because. World of Warcraft 16 is out and, and you're fucking rage exactly. quitting it? Well, that's how I feel about Clash Royale sometimes. I get fucking pissed <laughs> off. You still playing that shit? Yep. Yeah. What level are you? Uh, what is that's it? Level problem. 8? He doesn't level. I'm a 9. Level 9, but I'm the snow level. It pisses me off, man. What is your... Does any is any anybody in your clan still play? I think it's just me. <laughs> your son doesn't play. Yeah, yeah, you know, you play. I'm like, I'm like, this is your fault. You're making me play this game. You're not even playing. It's like, man, thing oh, stresses man. me out, dude. I'll like start breathing heavily afterwards. After if I win a match, like a second, oh, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, so goddamn stressful. Yeah, you did a fabulous job telling us on this movie. Yeah, I wish you'd come back, Harley. <laughs> yeah, just so uh, you play somebody. Yeah, you can spar with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, to on Sunday and um, well, saw my grandma because she's not doing really well. Oh, and then not. like on Monday morning she passed away, and oh. uh, yeah, so I was really glad to see her. I saw her on Christmas Day in the hospital. She was a little better with it. She was with it on Saturday. Like she was able to like look like a bunch of her families there, like my dad and a bunch of his brothers and his sisters were there. So. And a lot of the great, she has a lot of great grandkids, like a lot. So um, it was just nice for everyone to see her, you know. Before, but when I went there, she was, she was like, uh, she had just gotten some medications. She was like heavily medicated, like kind of like a, a type, type of morphine. So she was, she was on a breathing machine, and um, she had opened huh? her eyes and kind of like moved, but I don't think she was there. There, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so they, they said like the last thing that goes, your hearing. So she was able to hear. Every time they talk, she like open her. Thing. They they say that so you talk to mm-hmm. people on their deathbed, and so we did it with pops too. You know, yeah, we yeah. just talked and talked and talked. Like it's okay, we love you, we're here. Yeah, that's yeah. just comfortable. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it's true, but yeah, it, yeah. it, uh, yeah. it makes sense. Sure. So, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just feel comforted in her not suffering anymore. And then you know, we had just lost my grandpa like a couple months back so you know i feel comforting like they're both together now and um she's not suffering anymore because she had been sick for a while now so um it's just uh yeah i mean we're getting old and you know our relatives are, yeah, no are, are getting old so it's just it's just life that happens and uh it sucks but you know you want to just keep them in your hearts and remember the good memories and um she looked she was 84 i believe she was 84 that's she a lived a long movie. life, yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, was, just, was she living in Mexico or was she living in Chula Vista? She was, yeah, she was staying with like her her daughters, like with my aunts. You know, they hadn't gone back to Mexico where they were in like where they lived like in a really long time. Oh, okay, and, yeah, and and there was talks about that. Some of the, my uncle relatives were saying like, you know, wonder if they would have been happier if they would have you know stayed there and. Maybe they would have lived long. I, I don't know. They were just, I guess, talking, I guess. But last night afterwards, like, when she had passed, like, 
my dad started making breakfast for everybody, and they were just talking about when they were younger, and just I think that's a nice way to go to like when you're in, you're at a, at a house, you know, instead of being in a hospital, in a cold hospital, you're with your family members, you know, like yeah, you know, like to be with yeah. your, your loved ones. I think that's a that's a really cool way to go. I think so. And every time people come over, they can see her and talk to her, and just um, yeah, it sucks. Um, so I don't mean to bring the podcast up. No, no, that's what we're here for. I mean, you know, bad boys for life. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do the podcast, Ted. You know, because you, you, sit, you sit around and think about it, it gets hard, you know. Um, uh, but when you, you know, you, you distract yourself, get busy with kids, it's it's really easy. I mean, it's helpful. Like, I'm just constantly nonstop picking them up, going to the store, doing this and that. So it's. Kind of nonstop, but uh, but yeah, but and then talking to you guys is always comforting, and and you know hearing Tony your man makes the babies. God damn! <laughs> what? How's that going to comfort them? You know, yeah, just uh, yeah, make babies, Tony. <laughs> Twenty seventeen, Tony yeah. becomes a dad, right? We're starting to pull now. Um, but yeah, no, um, I think you just, I think you just want to line up the mood. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was, uh, like I said. the fuck out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Like, Lady posted on Facebook. I'm surprised you didn't know. So, you're always the last to know, Tony. See? Yep. See? Well, after watching La La Land, see? You put it down. I know, <laughs> you I didn't even know it. I No, it's, it's the reverse. Tony watched The Dresser and, 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 and got her pregnant. It, it's weird. That that that, that movie put him in the mood. <laughs> he said, "Dresser, more like undresser, right? Am I right, guys?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So that concludes episode three hundred forty-two of the Bad Boys Podcast, and uh, we'll bonus our top ten of uh, twenty sixteen. So goodbye to 2016. 2017 Woo! is now here, and there's a lot of a lot of movies in the future coming out. Right? We got a new Star Wars movie coming out. Um, Silence was that a 2016 movie? Or that can be a 2017. Mars Corsese new one. I, I think it will be a 2016 because theoretically okay. it was released, but I think it's like The Revenant, like yeah. they shoehorned it in for award ceremony. But oh, right, right, right. Saw uh, yeah. this movie until 2007. Yeah. yeah, we also got a uh, Wonder Woman. We'll see if a DC movie finally does really well in the theater. Um, and Justice League is also coming out this year. Yeah, does anybody think DC is actually going to make fucking movies that are any good? I mean, that's what they're banking on. We'll yeah, see. I got to I mean, mention my bottom five. <laughs> Suicide Squad's in there. Oh, yeah, you made a top bottom five? What is What's on there? Let's see. Let's hear it. The Forest, The Boy, Hardcore Henry, Suicide Squad, and X-Men Apocalypse. Whoa, whoa, those are your top, those are your worst five? Those are my bottom five. I think I like Hardcore Henry. Cool. I thought I did too, <laughs> but I guess I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Your movie, you, your, you and your movie metrics you gotta break up. Yeah, I think it's sense. like hard, no, the, the thing with Hardcore Henry is that it's completely forgettable. Like, uh, luckily I had just watched it, but they, now uh, it's like, oh, like an apocalypse on there too? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. All right. Let's see. What else is there that big in 2017? You guys think of them on top of your head? 2017. Nope. I don't pay attention to the future. Yeah. I mean, there's a new Thor Ragnarok by Taika Waititi. 
guys that did uh we would do in the shadows the hunt for world of people so i'm very curious about that that yeah. really cool comedy angle oh yeah there's Uh-oh. Nope. He got so excited he blew up. We didn't even <laughs> hear what he said. Yeah, like a technical difficulty. Uh, <laughs> Guardians Did we lose 2. Him? Guardians 2. Logan. I didn't lose you, but Tony's gone. I, I, man, he, he got Mark, so excited Mark, about movie 2017, he's gone. Right, Is it the dresser part 2? I mean, what's going on? Let's see. Oh, check, yeah. check, mic check. Oh, there it is. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you, blew up. you were so excited. Yeah. Well, Guardians 2. Oh, yeah. See, Guardians Volume 2. That's right. Logan. Logan, yeah. Uh, John Wick. Oh, fuck yeah. John, John Wick 2. Like a yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like a motherfucker. That's the, <laughs> that's the rating for like, a motherfucker. like John Wick. Like, Dude, I come get, on. Tell me you can't be excited for John Wick 2, like man. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. know which one I'm kind of excited about? Only because I know nothing of it, but there's a lot of stirring across the internet. Dark Tower. Yeah. I've heard like that's supposed to be this awesome series, and people are looking really fo- you know, forward to it. The Stephen King series yeah. being turned into a movie. But uh, I know nothing about, of it. What, what, about, uh, what about Alien Covenant? You guys excited for that? No. Me. Really? Yeah, Ready I mean, Scott returning back to the Alien series. Up. He fucked up the last Alien. Well, maybe he'll make make up with this. Maybe so bad. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out, but I ain't gonna go down to the goddamn theater. I'm to gonna start going down the list and just give me a, a meh or a okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. So yeah, all right. So we got Guardians already. We said that Kong Skull Island. Me. Yeah. Uh, Sleepless with Jamie Fox and that noise. Oh, how about Spider Man Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, not I even a man. Like fuck no. Wow. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean, oh, dang, what about Triple X? Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah. uh, episode eight. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about Beauty and the Beast, the live action? Uh, no. Huh? Yeah, you didn't know they're making that. <laughs> yeah. The Lego your, Batman your, movie. Your girlfriend has already. Yeah, Fandango, they sure got to take it. Fandango, that shit. Yeah, there. But Lego oh, Batman movie. Yeah, I want to see Absolutely. Yes. The Mummy, with Tom Cruise. I'm no, about that. what the fuck happened there, by the way? Like, they remade The the Mummy, and it's like a... The yeah, this wants to create a whole new series, yeah. We'll but see. they got There's fucking new... Tom Cruise, of all yeah. people, to star in it? What yeah. the fuck? There's a new... Oh, yeah, there's a new... dollars at him? Yeah. There's a new Star Wars, a uh, new Pirates movie coming out. Well, Javier Bardem is a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that Dark Tower one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Transformers, The Last Night. Michael right. Bay. The <laughs> man oh, who brought you. Oh, I forgot this one. Transformers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Brings what? you Transformers. Hey, the Planet of the Apes. Like, god damn, son, can't you make something other than Transformers? Yeah, I'm trying to do this quick. Come on. War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm excited. I the last one was kind of a hey, like, hey, we're uh, doing his best. Alright, right. So yeah. you say Justice League? Boring. Ghost Ghost in the Show? Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Alright. Right. Wonder Woman? <laughs> no. Power Rangers? No. No. Baywatch? No. 
No. Kingsman? Yeah. Uh, Train Spotting 2? Yeah, absolutely. Despicable Me 3? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. A dog's I, purpose. The the, the 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 yellow movie with the fucking whatever the fuck characters that we were. The Moji. <laughs> no, the the, the, oh, the spin off minions. minions. That was a fucking waste of time or a pile of shit. Well, all right, cut them off. Cut them off. Okay, so that's pretty much all of them there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more, but that's pretty much the big ones. And there's Jumanji. I'd actually be interested in seeing Jumanji. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. We'll see if any of these make our top ten of twenty seventeen. There you go, folks. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna wrap it up. Episode three forty two. It's in the books. Just randomly ranching all these movies. I'm your host, Fonzo. Saying, make sure to follow us on here on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Subscribe, and you get a new episode every week. Uh, but your boy Fonzo, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Oh, there we go. Right on. Good job, fellas.